0: Howdy, folks. I'm Jacob Cohen, and you are listening to a special Obsessions episode of The Hustle Daily Show. So in these special feature episodes, whoever's hosting will dive deep into something they find absolutely fascinating. It could be a business, a story, a person, anything. And if you ever want to know a lot more about some niche topic than pretty much anyone else, listening to these is going to be pretty, pretty useful. So what are we discussing today? Well, something that's fascinated me recently is buttons. Buttons. Literally, like the buttons that you press with your fingers. Specifically, two buttons that both belong to Netflix. Every single day, one of these buttons saves users hundreds of cumulative years in time, and the other helped cement Netflix as the king of the streaming wars early on. So, what's the story behind Netflix's two biggest buttons? Let's get crackalackin'. Alright, so let's say you sit down to watch the third episode of Stranger Things, and the show does its opening sequence, and the screen goes dark, the intro comes on, you hear the infamous Stranger Things music and the cleverly designed retro credits roll by, but you've seen this intro a few times already, and you really just want to get on with the show and stop wasting your time. Then the skip intro button pops up and saves the day. You click it, and you're immediately fast-forwarded right to the perfect spot, right at the end of the intro before the show comes back on. So if you're a fan of Netflix's skip intro button, you're not alone. On your average day, the button is pressed 136 million times, added up, and 195 cumulative years are saved by skipping intros on Netflix every day. So to the folks who make intros for a living, my sympathies, truly, this must pain you greatly. but how does a button like this come to life? And who even comes up with ideas like this in the first place? Well, interestingly enough, the idea for Skip Intro came about in a pretty relatable way. Six years ago, Cameron Johnson, Director of Product Innovation at Netflix, was watching Game of Thrones. And if you've seen Game of Thrones, you might have an idea of where this is going. Basically, Game of Thrones title sequence is majestic. It's beautiful. It's massive, but it's also long as f**k, at around two minutes. And at that length, based on some napkin math, the intro of Game of Thrones accounted for about 4% of episodes' total lengths in season one. As for Johnson, the show was more important than the intro. He's a busy guy, he doesn't want to waste his time, and so he always skipped ahead, but often made the painful error of fast-forwarding too far. But as it turns out, he wasn't alone. In fact, he's far from it. His team at Netflix discovered, like him, that Netflix viewers were also manually skipping ahead in the first five minutes of shows about 15% of the time. So they did some brainstorming and considered offering users a 10-second skip button at all times. But in the end, they decided a single intro skipping button that did its job perfectly was probably the better way to go. So they ran tests with users, trying buttons named things like, Jump past credits, skip credits, jump ahead, skip, and of course, skip intro. And the reviews were phenomenal. Comedian Matt Bellasi once tweeted that the button's inventor deserves the highest accolade we as a society can bestow upon a citizen. And one Netflix engineer apparently quipped that, I'm not sure if you put a button that said free cupcake that it would get more clicks than skip intro. So, Netflix formally added skip intro to TV in 2017 and to mobile devices in 2018, and that is button one. The other button is, of course, the Netflix button itself. And I'm talking about the mini billboard on that remote of yours, the clicker, whatever you want to call it, that with one touch sounds the butum and propels you into Netflix land. As for the button's backstory, back on January 4th, 2011, when Netflix had just 16 million members in North America, the company announced a partnership with leading electronics companies to place a Netflix-branded one-click button smack dab in the middle of TV remotes. And man, was that a good idea. For Netflix, it meant every time a member saw the remote, they were reminded about how easily they could just head over to Netflix. And for non-members, it meant every time they saw a remote, It was a reminder they didn't have Netflix, and it undoubtedly helped drive remarkable growth. And for the TV manufacturers, it meant hefty payments from Netflix for renting the space. So given all this success all around, nowadays it's common practice for streamers to fight for real estate on remotes at a cost of about a dollar or more per button. And some of these remotes have upwards of seven such buttons, which has really turned remotes into a not-insignificant source of revenue for companies. Now, I'll be the first to say, it's definitely annoying if you don't subscribe to one of these services, because if you don't, it's very much just an ad built into your remote. Yuck. But if you do, it's a tool that makes your life that much easier. And in a world where so much has gone digital... There's just something kind of nice about being able to click on a good old-fashioned physical button that does exactly what you want it to do perfectly every time. And bada bing, bada boom. That is it, folks. For more on The Hustle's tech and business coverage and links to all kinds of cool stuff from around the web, check out our newsletter at thehustle.co. Thanks to our editors and executive producer, Darren Clark. I'm Jacob Cohen. You've been listening to The Hustle Daily Show brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. See you tomorrow.